With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. Well, I hope you guys are doing good. I've uh, enjoyed building my campfire here in my backyard with you. You know, it takes me a few minutes every uh, evening to, to get wood. You should see the pile of wood I got over here on the side of my yard. Uh, it's, it's enormous. And uh, I build this campfire uh, every evening and get to enjoy it while I'm reading your comments and, and studying through the American Covenant book. And we talked last night about this question of uh, who owns you and your property? And then really that leads you to the bigger question, which is who is God? Who is the sovereign? Who is in charge and in control of the world? And some people would say, well, you know, um, God's in control. Others would say, no, Satan is the ruler of this world. And others would say, well, uh, listen, you know, um, I'm really not a person of faith. And so uh, you guys can believe that if you want, but ultimately we're in charge, right? The animals are in charge, man is in charge. And it is the government who controls what happens, even within our churches and even with our family. They set the rules. Well, <clears throat> I wanted to just sort of drill down tonight and, and, and lay out the consequences of what happens when you don't have the right view of who rules the world, who is the real sovereign, who is the real king of earth. So I had mentioned last night that if we're just talking here within the family of faith for a moment, so this is just sort of an in-house family discussion. I, I'm not talking about the atheistic humanist view, but the, the, the view within the family of faith. If you believe that Satan is the ruler of this world, then by necessity, you think that things are just going to get worse and worse and worse and more corrupt over time. And you believe then that really the, the main mission for you and I on earth is to save souls out of this world, that we're looking forward to getting raptured out of here. We want to be Star Trek beamed up out of here. Beam me up, Scotty. Let's get out of here before the world gets worse. And so it's kind of an escapist uh, escape from the world plan. And if we think that Satan rules the world, then, then it follows that we see Christian culture and the family of faith as a, as a subculture, as a counterculture, not the main culture, and a persecuted minority within the larger context of the population. And so we're always this smaller little um, sort of ghetto culture because Satan is ruling the main culture of the world. And we see our primary activity as prayer, as evangelism. And yes, those things are important and our personal relationship with God. And we see the other things that we have to do like work and, uh, you know, chores and school and paying taxes and the stuff like watching TV and movies and, and everything else that we do, uh, recreational activities as sort of worldly. A lot of it's just sort of necessary until we get out of here and go to heaven. The important stuff is the stuff that counts for eternity, which we think is prayer and reading God's word and uh, making sure that we and others are right with God. And if you see Satan ruling the world, you see that reformation and restoration, heavenizing the world, bringing heaven to earth is impossible because things must get worse because Satan is in control. And I mentioned last night that that is the opposite of what our founders believed when they founded this country. That is the opposite of what members of the family of faith have believed for 
for many, many years before this twisted version came into uh, the family of faith. If you believe like the founders believed, that God is the sovereign of this world. He is the ruler of this world. And I know that many of you do because you wrote it in your comments last night and you were just high-fiving and amening and exclamation pointing uh, that God is the ruler of this world. One of you even said that Satan is like a, is, is, is a servant of God that he has on a short leash that is only in existence to accomplish his will. I agree with you. But if you believe that God rules the earth, then you see your commission is to subdue the earth and build godly nations. How great is that? And you do it through evangelism and discipleship. We're not looking just to pluck individuals out of nations, but to build godly nations that promote freedom and blessing for all of its citizens all over the earth because the earth belongs to the Lord and everything in it. And you also believe, if God is the ruler of the world, that the Christian culture, that the family of faith is leavening and heavenizing all of life replenishing the earth and blessing all of mankind. That's why we're here. If you see God ruling the earth, then you see that all of God's world is his and every activity of life is sacred. Nothing is secular or worldly uh, by definition. Even the entertainment that you consume, the, f the, the, the time that you spend with friends, your activities from sports to work to recreation, you're even you're paying taxes and supporting civil government. All of those things are sacred activities be, that God has given for you to do, tasked you with the responsibility and allowed you to enjoy for the furthering of his kingdom here on earth and the bringing of heaven to our planet. Everything matters, everything is sacred, and it's all part of the kingdom expansion plan. Nothing is trivial, nothing is uh, meaningless or worldly or secular in and of itself. Unless you're doing something sinful, of course, something that is in rebellion to God and to his ways. But even this campfire, creating the technology that allows us to meet like this, all of this is being utilized by God for his plans and nothing is not sacred. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your healthcare the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's healthcare. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. If you believe that God is 
the ruler of this earth, then you see that reformation and restoration and heavenizing the earth is not only possible, it is expected when people and nations obey God's word and apply it to every aspect of life. Isn't that great? Isn't that awesome? When we're obedient to God's word, he tells us, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And I pray that America would return to its godly roots. Our founders told us this, the only way forward for blessing in life is a return to Christianity and to the Bible, the word of God applied to all aspects of our life, starting in our hearts, moving through our homes, into our marriages, parenting our children, the way we educate them, the way that we gather as the family of faith and we pray and we learn God's truths and obey his, his mandates from heaven and we make sure that those who lead us in civil government are men and women of character and faith and we hold them accountable, which also means they need to be removed if they break their covenant with God and with us as the people to be servants of God, ministers for our good. I hope you see God as the ruler of this world and he's working all things together for his glory and for our good. And when we see that, it gives us great hope. It gives us great comfort knowing that God's not up there biting his fingernails going, oh my goodness, what are you guys doing? This isn't part of the plan. No, he's the blessed controller of all things we read in 1 Timothy. And even the cross, the most horrible, unjust, and wicked thing done to the most innocent, loving man on the planet, Jesus, crucified, we see did not take God by, dis by surprise. He didn't say, oops, I let that one slip through my fingers. This was the plan from before the creation of the world, the Bible says. And Christmas is all about celebrating the manifestation of that rescue plan. When a baby was born in a manger in Bethlehem, destined to die at just the right time on a cross made out of a tree. It's interesting that Adam in the Garden of Eden stole that fruit off the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And it's Jesus, the last Adam, who restored our relationship with God by hanging himself back up on a cross made out of a tree. Interesting parallels and symbolism all throughout the scriptures and Christmas is the most incredible time of year, right around the winter solstice, where the world goes from being at its darkest point to light breaking through, light beginning to overcome the darkness. And that's exactly what happened when Jesus was born. A light, a great light has entered into the world. And that gives us reason for hope. God has a plan and he is at work in the midst of everything going on today. Let's get off the, off the defense, get on the offense and begin to flood the darkness with light. This is going to happen one person at a time, communicating the message to someone else, just like we're doing right now. God bless you guys. 
Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.